What number is this, Chip? Episode 71. The monkeys did not make the ballot. Monkeys news. And Mickey talks the origin of going down. <laughs> okay, not me. Don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. I know. You're listening to Zilch, a monkey's podcast. Monkeys Podcast Zilch. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today. I'm flying solo. Today, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its nominee class for 2017. Sadly, the Monkeys were not on it. So it did not go quite like we wanted it to. But hey, I'm a Monkeys fan, and I'm used to the fact that an act that I love has been marginalized by the powers that be. See Kiss, Alice Cooper, etc. Non-Monkeys fans look at us wanting the Monkeys in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they don't understand it. To them, it's a very extraordinary scene to those who don't understand. But what you have seen, you must believe, if you can. If you can. Everyone that's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee class of 2017 deserves their place. All of them are worthy of being in there. All of them have worked hard and carved out their own legacy. They do not need the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for validation, and neither do the Monkees. There is no need to slag anyone else who is nominated. They all have their fan bases that love them just as much as we love the Monkees. But I'm telling you, eventually the Monkees will wind up in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It will happen. Dave Marsh, who's one of the founding members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, once said that Kiss would only get in over his dead body. And yet, they got in, and Mr. Marsh is still alive and breathing. It will happen. We started the hashtag induct the monkeys thing to raise awareness. It is working. We are aiming it at people like Jimmy Fallon, Questlove, Dave Grohl, Little Steven, and various other writers who work for Rolling Stone magazine, people who are also on the voting committee. We've had very good responses this year, and we did make a dent. Several articles mentioned the monkeys as an act that deserves to be in the rock hall. One article actually used the hashtag induct the monkeys in their write-up. The Monkees were making many top 10 lists of people that need to be in there. So here's the list of the 2017 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Bad Brains, Chaka Khan, Sheik, Depeche Mode, The Electric Light Orchestra, The Jay Giles Band, Jane's Addiction, Janet Jackson, Joan Baez, Joe Tex, Journey, Kraftwerk, The MC5, Pearl Jam, Steppenwolf, The Cars, The Zombies, Tupac Shakur, and Yes. Out of all of those selections, they will whittle it down to five or six. All of these artists are found in my music collection. I wish them all luck, and I look forward to the time that the Monkees will one day join them. With KISS, or the hashtag inductkiss movement, it was an eight-year attack, and we raised awareness. We started hashtag inductthemonkeys this year. There is still work to be done, and we are not at the end, but the very beginning. So now we regroup and we start again. To be honest, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does not deserve the monkeys or our money. But we will get them to acknowledge the monkeys eventually. The talents of the four original guys, all of the songwriters, 
and the musicians that played on the albums, sometimes the Wrecking Crew and others, and the Monkees themselves. Together, we as Monkey fans can discuss why they should all be in there. I hope that it happens while the other three remaining Monkees are still alive and as vibrant as they are. So what do we do? You see the Monkees live while you can. Love one another, for we were born to love one another. So, face front, true believers, and hashtag induct the Monkees. Again, this is not the end, but the beginning. And in other Monkees news this week, Fire destroys Davy Jones's church in Beavertown. This is from October 11, 2016 from the Daily Item. Beaverton. An overnight fire destroyed the church intended to be a museum honoring the late singer Davy Jones. Owner Kathy Whitehead was home when the flames started around 2 a.m. and she escaped unharmed. Kathy Whitehead of Dunlin, New Jersey purchased the 136-year-old steeple church on Orange Street in 2015 with the intention of converting the second floor into living quarters and the first floor into a display area for Monkey's memorabilia. Crews responded to the blaze in Beavertown around 2 a.m. Tuesday at the former Beaver Lutheran Church. Schneider County dispatchers say no injuries were reported and the cause of the blaze is not known. Davy Jones lived in the community for more than two decades and had originally bought the church with plans to renovate it. Davy Jones also owns several Beavertown properties, including a six-bedroom home for more than 20 years before his death in 2012 at the age of 66. He spent tens of thousands of dollars on the church he planned to turn into a monkey's museum and performance venue. Reinforcing the building, replacing the steeple, refurbishing the bell, adding a bathroom and installing new windows, light fixtures, and a furnace, which he filled with oil and never used. The church dates back to 1880 and is one of the oldest structures in Beavertown. We are glad that everybody was safe. Sadly, there was some loss of pets and, and our heart breaks for that. And uh, Sadly, if they do try to rebuild this, it'll never be Davy's church again. That's kind of over and done with. And in other news, on October 12, 2016, Rhino advertises Grammy Nod for Good Times in Billboard magazine. Rhino record executive John Hughes and friend of the show Zilch, hello John, posted a photo on the Zilch Facebook page of an ad that can be found in this week's issue of Billboard. Is a Grammy nomination in the Monkees' future? One can only hope. It's such an excellent album. Let us know on the Facebook page what songs you think would be worthy of a Grammy nomination. I think that me and Magdalena should be the song of the year myself. So let's keep our fingers crossed for some good times at the Grammys. <laughs> well, it's time to jump into the Monkees mailbag today. P.O. Box 9847. There we go. Okay, now. <laughs> and there's our theme song. David W. Reynolds sent us a message via the Zilch Facebook page on October 16th. He was discussing Zilch Episode 69, Monkey Souvenir, and here's what he had to say. To discuss the actual podcast, I finally found time to listen to Episode 69, Monkey Souvenir, today. To say that I had very moist eyes on several occasions is an understatement. I'm so glad you were able to share the entire concert with us. Mickey was in great form as usual. It's stunning how something like Randy Scouse Git still sounds so good almost 50 years on. Peter was a delight, funny, showing off his musical chops and in fine voice. Then there is Nez. On more than one occasion, it was easy to picture his younger self singing those songs. 
because he doesn't sound much different. Mike's exuberant, almost ecstatic version of Circle Sky was a real highlight. You have to think he's been having second thoughts since this show. I would too, being showered with so much love and admiration. This show didn't sound like the work of men in their 70s. When I hear Paul McCartney these days, I'm so aware that it isn't Beatle Paul up there on stage anymore. But with the monkeys, time has been more than kind. It's been affectionate. Me and Magdalena had me spellbound. Heck, most of the show had me spellbound. And the reports from Zilchers who were there made me feel a little closer to the now legendary event. Thank you all. Finally, thank you to Ken for looking up the word Pantages for us. A very fitting meaning indeed. Well, thank you, David, for letting us know that you enjoyed that episode. And for everybody out there, we appreciate your feedback. We love having you on the Zilch Facebook page. We love when folks leave comments on the Blogspot page for Zilch. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter at Zilchcast. And it's, it's great having you all interact with us. You really are the other part of the show. And if you would like to, please give us a review on iTunes. It really does help promote the show and bring awareness to the show. If you enjoy what you hear at Zilch, please tell a monkey's friend all about it. Let them know. Uh, you are our biggest way of advertising, so we want to thank you for that in advance. Coming up soon on the Zilch podcast, we will have a look at the Peter Tork Shoe Suede Blues shows that happened recently. We had Zilch staff there. They gave out Zilch buttons, and the Peter Tork people gave out these really cool buttons that said Peter Tork and Shoe Suede Blues, Blues with a Twist. So those were really neat to, to see everybody wearing those. And our own Jeff Hewlett, Sarah Clark, Melanie Mitchell, and Sherry Hansen were there for the Friday night gig. And then for the Sunday night gig, Sarah, Melanie, and Sherry were there as well. And there's a lot of cool stories that are going to come out and a neat little review show that Sarah's putting together. So we look forward to that. And on today's show, Mickey Dolan recently was in England and was the guest of Jules Holland where he played his favorite records and was singing live with Jules and the band. Check this out and you will hear Mickey discuss where the song Going Down had its origins. Take it away. I'm delighted to say the legendary, the legendary Mickey Dolins from the Monkees will be in this show. And that is... Quite amazing because I mean myself. I don't know about anybody else, but uh, of course the monkeys were on the television every week. They That's were the right. first sort of invented group, but they had some amazing songs, and they were like sort of an American Beatles, really, but made Absolutely. up. Um, and I would w w go back in my little shorts, age sort of ten or whatever it was, eight or something, and, and yeah, straight uh, in from school, wasn't it? Straight in from school, tied to one side, mop of hair, uh, <laughs> and um, and I'm wearing all that now uh, <laughs> to greet him. It's slightly tight fitting. Yes, um, and we're going to relive the moment with him, but it's great. And he's so we'll be fascinated to meet him. I mean, what an incredible life and career this man has had. So we'll be having and chatting and playing with him in the second half of this programme. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that intermission. And now, as promised in the studio this evening, a true Greek legend of popular music, an amazing star, an amazing man. We welcome to the studio now, Mickey Dolan. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, it's great. It's such a joy and a pleasure to have you here because we've been listening to your music, enjoying you for years and years and years, and it's just great to have you in the studio. Um, I'm going to start, though, 
in the present because the first thing we're going to play is that the Monkees have got a brand new record out, haven't they? Yes, we do. Unbelievable. A, an album called Good Times. And um, uh, it's an amazing story behind it. We, uh, a couple of years ago, decided what we were going to do for the 50th anniversary. And, you know, a touring, a TV thing, an album and stuff. And simultaneously, we ran across these unfinished tracks from 1966. Songs written by Neil Diamond, for wow. uh, uh, one for Davy where he did a vocal a uh, song uh, Carol King wrote for us that uh, didn't have a vocal that Peter does the vocal but the tracks have been recorded then they, these uh, ones. they were the rough tracks yeah. <clears throat> they weren't demos they yep. were multi-track mm. four track <laughs> in those mm. days right uh, so that clearly the intent was to release them and these were tracks uh, but the show went off the air we stopped making albums and these 50 or so tracks just uh, disappeared well we found them in the vaults and that sort of kicked, that kind of kicked everything off. Also simultaneously, um, the producer, Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne, who did the title track to That Thing We Do, the Tom Hanks movie, he, um, they reached out and started reaching out to these writers, indie rock writers from the States. I'm not sure they'd be well known over here. Uh, Rivers Cuomo from uh, Weezer and Ben Gibbard from uh, Death Cab for Cutie. And then also reached out to Andy Partridge, who wrote a song. Mm -hmm. And then Noel Gallagher and Paul Weller said, we want to write a song, wow, which great. they did. And and then we also had these songs from the 60s. And this producer, Adam Schlesinger, I can't say enough about him, he wove this stuff together, and it sounds like it was all recorded on the same day. It's they an amazing did. record. So let's, uh, let's hear um, uh, um, uh, You Bring the Summer. You bring the sum up from the latest and greatest Monkeys record, Good Times, and I'm so delighted that Mickey Dolans is here with us this evening. So that, so that enchanting sounding record is a, that's a new recording, right? Yeah. That's exactly, that's the one that was written by Andy Hartridge. Yes. And you're saying that you were thinking of having a rap record where it was all going to be sort of violence and sex. Yeah, I, I wanted to do, you know, Dark Monkeys. Yes. I wanted to do rap, you know, like... Yeah. Uh, uh, cop killer, slap that bitch, you yes, know, that, yeah. that kind of... Uh, <laughs> but they talk to But they talk me... Yeah. But I wanted to do, to do it in kind of a bubble gum, you know, or <laughs> Fun way. evil gum. What a great record that would have been. Maybe that'll be the follow-up. <laughs> yeah. But let's go back to the beginning now, if we may. So w when you started early in show business, let's let's face it, you really did start early in show business. Yeah. How was... What's your first... Actually, what's your first memories of music? Wow, uh, that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> my father started me on guitar lessons playing uh, Spanish classical. Uh, Segovia. He played me, I was 10 years old or so. But he wasn't a musician, your father. He, my father was not a musician, he was a singer. Yeah. A uh, great singer. He sang light opera. Right. Uh, you know, like, Some enchanted evening. That's beautiful. <laughs> but he would sing it in the living room, walking around in his underwear, which was... <laughs> that could catch you on. You may see a stranger. <laughs> um, uh, so he was a singer. My mom was an actress, singer. She played piano. Uh, and he played me this Segovia record, and... Uh, I was like, that's not one met person, is it? And he said, yes, it is. <laughs> I was like, how does he do? Anyway, I got enchanted by it, and I started playing uh, classical guitar. And, um, you know, for a couple of years, uh, from 10 to 12, 13 years old, and I was okay for a 10-year-old kid. And then I started going to high school. And uh, I would bring my guitar to parties and play, you know, Malaganya or something. And the girls would say, do you know any Kingston Trio? 
And I'm like, I'll be right back. <laughs> Hang down your head, dumb dooley. Hanged. And I, uh, I started playing folk music. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that morphed into rock and roll. And then I played guitar in a couple of cover bands, rock and roll bands. And ultimately, uh, I, I auditioned for the Monkees, you know, years mm-hmm. later. And my audition piece was Johnny Be Good with Chuck oh, Berry. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's you, what got you me figured the out gig. the Chuck guitar after the Segovia. You got into the Chuck Berry style yeah. guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then at the same time, you had, an, you had an acting career from early on. Well, I had an acting career from 10 years old. Yeah, I, I'd done some screen tests earlier. Uh, at six or seven, because my father was an actor and my mom was an actress, so his agent must have said, you know, let's do some screen tests. But the first professional job I had was um, Circus Boy, a series on NBC. I actually have some prenatal work coming out on ultrasound. (laughs) (laughs) Available in high def, yeah. uh, but yeah, Circus Boy was the first uh, series, and then the Monkees came along, mm. and uh, I uh, played the part of the wacky drummer. Mm. Uh, brilliantly, if I may say so. Oh, thank you. Yes. Now we've got the um, uh, the next choice of record is uh, Billy Holiday. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> my mom, being a singer in the '40s, and sang with some big bands, and and uh, was of of that ilk. Uh, the, so that kind of music was always around the house, uh, uh, big band stuff, and uh, Billie Holiday, and and things like that. And um, I remember uh, she used to sing this one song. It had something to do with Russian clouds. And years later, when I was in the Monkees, I said, Mom, I, I want to cover that tune that you used to sing around the house that had something to do with Russian clouds. She said, what are you talking about? I, so I said, yeah, it was something to do. And she said, oh, it's this song. They're writing songs of love, but not for me. Lucky stars above, but not for me. With love to lead the way, I've found more clouds of gray than any Russian play could guarantee. I was a fool to fall and get that way. So lack a day Although I can't dismiss The memory of his kiss I guess he's not for me
Russian clouds in there. Yes, yes. There yes. was a line. What is it? What's the line? It goes. Uh, she's um. Uh, any clouds? Um, like uh, I can't remember, but yeah. Yeah. This is my mom doing me doing my mom doing Billy Holiday. Oh, nice. And though I can't resist the memory of a kiss, I guess she's not for me. Oh, lovely. So you really actually made think. In fact, the next record you've chosen is by Mose Allison, and this has got an interesting story, hasn't it? Well, <clears throat> I just became a Mose Allison fan. I don't even remember how. Maybe my mom had a an album, or my dad. I I, I just remember uh, really uh, appreciating it. You know, I just loved it. And I, as you can tell, I'm quite a jazz, you know, kind of person. And uh, he had one song called Parchment Farm, and I just loved it. I played it over and over and over again. And this is like as as a kid and a teenager. And um, uh, then the monkeys came along, and I wanted to do it as a monkey song. And we laid down a track, killer track, and basically uh, just the chord progression, which is only three chords, as most songs songs are. And a great groove. Peter Tork had a great uh, uh, arrangement, a kind of groove to it that was slightly different than the original Mose Allison. And we finished it, and it came out really great. And it was Mike Nesmith, actually, that said, you know, it's great to do a Mose Allison tune, that's cool, but we got a great track here, just three-chord rhythm section. Why don't we have somebody write an original, some original lyrics? And we went to Diane Hildebrand, famous uh, songwriter, and she wrote the lyrics, which became the song, the monkey song, Going Down. Ah. Uh, and <clears throat> I don't know if you remember the tune. It was like floating down the river with a saturated liver and a wish you could forgive about a doobly man. Uh, but it was to the chord progression of Parchment Farm, right? Yeah, well. Sitting down here on a parchment farm. Uh, wow. So this is the original. This is the inspiration for going down. Sitting over here on Parchment Farm Well, I'm sitting over here on Parchment Farm Well, I'm sitting over here on Parchment Farm And I ain't never done no man no harm Give us a bit of that again Floating down the river oh, Not yet, he didn't come in yet well, I'm putting that cotton in the 11-foot sack with a 12-gauge shotgun at my back.
Great, the way you, that's, you can hear how that was the model of a sort of a, yeah. a nothing else comes out of it. That's uh, it. We heard that how a song was written there, the way yeah. you, you did that. Well, right? it all comes from somewhere. Yep, that's right. Only 12 notes. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll use both of them. <laughs> so <laughs> Any you, time we can. Yes. You use two? Yes. Whoa. Yeah, sometimes. Wow. Sometimes. That is cool. And sometimes up to three chords. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we're pretty advanced. Well, speaking of that, we do know three chords. Perhaps we could play something with you. What would you What would you like to sing whilst you're here? What would I like to sing? Yes. <clears throat> I got to tell you, um, one of my favourite songs, a huge influence on me too, was uh, a song uh, by Spencer Davis Group, and I've become very good friends with Spencer over the years. Uh, this is a song sung by Stevie Winwood. Shall we do that? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Give yeah. me some loving, huh? Oh, yes, please.
Uh, it's Deptford. Oh, sorry. Thank you, Stepford. Uh, yeah. Deptford. I'm on tour. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, that got me going. That was really exciting, if I may say so. It was really great. That really got us all going in there. That was a very good choice of, yep. of thing. Yeah. Fun so- song. The Monkees was cast a lot like a musical. Uh, there were acting uh, auditions. There were uh, you had to play and sing uh, to get in the audition. You had to be able to sing and play. I did Johnny Be Good, and then there was improv and scene study and screen tests, like you know, on camera. Mm. And yeah, they were def- the producers were definitely looking for that kind of a, a chemistry like the Marx mm. Brothers had. Mm. They screened after we got cast. They screened Marx Brothers movies for us. You know, for you to see, to yeah, get just ideas. to pick yeah, yeah, yeah. up the vibe of that. Which one would you have been? Well, it wasn't that literal, um, <laughs> but I would, uh, in the sense they were saying, "Oh, you're no, Groucho, no, no, no. and you're no." no, no. Um, you know, I was the wacky one. You know, mm. I, you know, I guess uh, Mike was the uh, wry, you know, mm. kind of comedy. Uh, I was the wacky, you know, kind of crazy one. Davey, of course, was just a cute little mm. uh, lover boy. Uh, Peter was the one that actually had the. Uh, I guess the most character to play. He was kind of that dummy Hunts Hall, uh, Harpo Marx mm. kind of character. But that's what they were looking for. They knew they needed that to carry a, a television show. Mm. You know. Now let's go going back to the Monkeys record. It's one of the things that is what you've got. You know, Andy Partridge, uh, Noel Gallagher, Paul Weller have all contributed all these new songs and the old songs as well, and it all seems to fit beautifully and seamlessly together. But what you were saying, which I thought was interesting, just as we came into the studio, and it's, it's gone top 20 in America, the record, but if you'd have thought back in sort of 66 when you oh, were making yeah. the first record, it was, a, it was a pretty good, it was quite a time tunnel theory, but give us that theory. because I know, a good it's incredible. I was thinking about it the other day. If the equivalent would have happened... It's been 50 years since the first uh, album release. Well, if you if you go back in the Wayback Machine to 1966 with the Monkees, the Beatles, the Stones, and that, that time, it would have been the equivalent of somebody coming up and saying, Enrico Caruso has a hit record from 1916. Or Al Jolson yeah. from 1916. Yeah. It's just and they and they've come back and, and they've come back into 1966 and yeah. just had a huge chart hit and everybody knows who they are. No, yes, it's like crazy. It's very strange, isn't it? Enrico Caruso. Or, right. it's it's crazy. Really is, yeah. It really is how. You, but now, so I'm, I'm I'm blessed. I feel blessed. You know that we have. Uh, we, uh, it's been well received. I suppose the most important question that I've got for you really is, where's the car? Where? The, where's the monkey's the car? car? Yeah, I want it. Uh, there's two of them. <laughs> there's actually two. One there, for me. There was two built by Dean Jeffries. Uh, <clears throat> one, um, uh, I, I have no idea actually specifically where they are, but I know that one was bought in the Midwest uh, a couple of years ago for like $300,000, and the other one I'm not even sure about anymore, but, uh, you know, they do car shows. Uh, I've actually done conventions, uh, those autograph, Comic-Con convention things, and the Monkey Mobile will be there. It makes more money than I do, <laughs> which is kind of irritating. <laughs> Who's his agent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's a fantastic record, and it has been so wonderful having you here as our guest. It's been a privilege and honour. We've all, we're all Monkey fans, and it's just, be, and great fans of yours. Thank and you. And I hope any time you're passing through, feel free to come in. Do bring that. We'd be great to get the car on the show if we could. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just growl a little bit. I don't if, think you'd get down the driveway here. 
Um, and um, we certainly wouldn't have any wheels on when you went outside. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been great to have you here, and it's privilege and honour. We're going to finish off now. Um, with uh, which one should we with, tell us about I Was There ah um, well uh, we were in the studio with Adam Schlesinger the producer uh, and um, I have you know whenever I'm asked about the 60s the old stand, standing joke is you know if you were if you remember the 60s you weren't really there and I always say uh, I was there and I'm told I had a great time <laughs> and I just came up with this line I don't know in a in a dream or somewhere I was there and I'm told I had a good time I was there and I'm told I had a good time and that was it so and Adam said that's a great line. And he said, let's co-write a tune. And here it is. And I'm playing drums on this one. And it's been fantastic having you as thank our you. guest here this evening. Thank We're you, everybody. We're going to finish off with this now. And thank you. We'll, we'll look forward to hearing more from the Good Times record as we go through this series. Thank you for joining us. The amazing Mickey Dolans. Thank you, thank you for joining us, Mickey Dolans. We want to thank you today for listening to the show. We will catch you on the next episode of Zilch. And in the meantime, stay amazing, be good to one another, and make someone smile today. Thank you for listening. Hashtag induct the monkeys. We're not at the end, just at the beginning. We were born to love one another. And that's our show. Zilch is an online nonprofit monkeys audio fancy made by fans for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to the monkeys or any of their members past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Ray Bird. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around. The Year of the Monkeys. The monkeys are coming to your town, your Blu-ray player, your CD player, and your computer. And you need to be prepared. Hello, friends of Zilch. I'm Craig. And I'm Megan. And if you're looking for even more monkeys content, you can find us at Same Page Cast. On the Pods and Sods Network at iTunes. Okay, see, I'll, listen, it only gave us a minute to do this commercial, so what I thought I would do is we'll just start talking about the podcast. I'll just talk about the Facebook page. Uh, Al, 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 why are you putting on those tights and that cape and that cowl? Wait a minute, you're... I knew that bat cast would come in handy someday. This is TV's Batman with an urgent message. There's a new podcast in town called the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. You can look them up on Facebook or look at their own podcast page. And now, Robin, quickly, to the Monkey Mobile! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hello, Skywalkers! Listen! Hey, hey, Zilch Nation! Are you looking for a fun-filled Star Wars and Disney podcast? 
Well, if you answered yes, then join me, Richard Woloski, and my sweetie wife, Sarah, on Skywalking Through Neverland. We are the family-friendly Star Wars and Disney podcast that brings you entertaining stories from creators and fans. And we're also big monkey fans, too. So, of course, we have to slip in some monkey stories and interviews, like our discussion with director James Frawley. We also would go to the beach, for example, with the four boys. And I would just say, okay, roll down the hill. Uh, <laughs> do a funny walk. Did you create the monkey walk? Yeah, I mean, we did it together. You can hear us every week. We are Skywalking Through Neverland, wherever podcasts are played, and at skywalkingthroughneverland.com. We look forward to having you in our Skywalker family. And always remember, Neverland, Neverland on, on Alderaan. Or Mammoth Studios. I get that now. <laughs>